Hello, and welcome to The Weekend Starts on Wednesday. Welcome to the 33rd episode of The Weekend Starts on Wednesday, the show created by us, your favorite sports gurus, for you, our heroes, our listeners. My name is Patrick Arias, and it is my pleasure to take you on this magical journey. This week, we're going to be discussing a little bit of uh, professional hockey, a little bit of NBA, a little bit of college basketball, and a lot of NFL playoffs. And my name is Andres Ramirez, and I am your mother-making money machine. I got the picks for you to make that extra side cheddar for the weekend. Got to throw it down, ladies and gentlemen. Scared money don't make money. Scared money don't make money. The needy get greedy and the greedy Greedy get get needy. needy. We're going to discuss all the most exciting sports matchups taking place from Thursday to this week. It's going to be Monday after a quick message from our sponsor. Last weekend, there were some major headlines being created right in front of your very own eyes if you were paying attention to anything that was going on. Andres and myself were no different. So we sat here tonight and created five headlines of our own to recap what went down last weekend. Andres, let's start with headline number one, a Viking burial. Please, 30 seconds. What does that mean to you? Explain. Well, this is referring to the NFL playoffs, divisional game, Santa Clara, California. The 49ers of San Francisco slash Santa Clara took care of and gave the Vikings of Minnesota a proper burial. <laughs> they came out and handled business, and they beat them by double digits. Yep. Why? Because it's the playoffs. That's right. Jimmy G did okay, but the running game was unbelievable, mm-hmm. unbelievable for the 49ers, and they handled their scandal. They move on and face the wonderful Packers of Green Bay this coming Sunday. And the winner to that punches their ticket to the Super Bowl. The second headline, the great – Eight lakes. Let's have Andres, the Laker hater, explain what that means. Well, unfortunately, the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron have won eight straight games, thus the eight great lakes. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable to see how well they've been playing all season long, how they continue to play well. They're playing tonight, looking for their ninth straight victory. We'll see what happens. But either way, they're playing hot. They're playing well. They look like the number one contender in the West. We'll see if this continues down the line. And Rigo, the dream catcher, texted me earlier and said, you know what, Pat? They're playing great, but above all, they're having fun. Mm -hmm. So Lakers, keep up the good work. Headline number three, blurred lines. Oh, boy. For your Seattle Seahawks fans out there. Man. Joe, out in the great state of Washington. My cousin Josh. Cousin Josh. I never met the guy, but, man, blurred lines for the – for that game, the Green Bay Packers actually won the game due to a technicality of the lines being moved, <laughs> being given. I don't know what you want to call it, yeah. but it came down to the wire, and the first down line marker was in favor of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And truth be told, watching the replays and photos, yeah. They, they didn't get the first down. Uh, they were short by like a whole foot, yeah, a mile. Yeah. It was just bad. But yeah. that sealed the game for the Packers mm-hmm. and essentially punched their ticket to the NFC Championship game to face the 49ers of San Francisco. 
Well, the ball don't lie. The ball don't lie. So let's see if the Niners can, uh, you know, beat the Packers this weekend. The fourth headline, Mahomes alone. Man, talk about a game in Kansas City. Man. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes just single-handedly came back in the second quarter when they were down 24-0, and he threw four touchdowns. Yeah. Not one, not Not two, two, not not even three, three, but four touchdowns in that quarter, and he gave him the lead. And then on top of it, they blew him out. They beat him by like 21. It was just (laughs) unbelievable. So uh, Diana and I, we finished a hike on Sunday. Uh, I get back to the car. I turn on my phone, mm-hmm. and it's end of the first quarter, twenty-four nothing. Mm-hmm. And then Diana says, uh, "Do you want to? Do you want to rush home so you can watch the game?" I said, "No, we can go to the store. We can make a stop because this game is over." Mm-hmm. And damn, it was not over. Mahomes did it all alone. Yep. The fifth and final headline: Nevermore. Quoth uh, the Raven. Quoth the Raven. Nevermore. Lamar Jackson. Showed his true colors. He's 0-2 in playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's 0-2 at home Woo. in these playoff games. Last year, they lost in the wild card game to old man Phillip Rivers. <laughs> this year, they lost to Tannehill. Tannehill. Oh. Tannehill, baby. And, and Derrick Henry, that workhorse. But Lamar Jackson, the Ravens go down, and they got blown out. Wasn't even a game. Well, Lamar Jackson is still young, and you look at it, and um, you know he's progressed. Last year, he lost in what the wild card game. Yeah. Uh, second, this second year, he lost in the second round. Yeah. So maybe next year he takes the next step. But for now, Ravens, join us on the couch because that's where you're watching the playoffs. Andres, are you ready for some pepper? I'm always ready for some pepper. Let's get this pepper going. Pepper is the time of the show where we discuss this weekend's most exciting matchups, who we think is going to win, and why. We simply pepper around our bullshit. Andres, your game is a little bit of a shocker at this point in the year. You came in here saying, 4 p.m. Thursday night, Pat, I'm watching hockey. I'm watching the Pittsburgh Penguins take on the Boston Bruins. For obvious reasons, if you follow hockey, you know why this is a big game. So, Andres, please sell this game to the non-hockey fanatics. Sell this game? There's nothing to be sold. Like, there's no reason to sell this game. This is a game of games. Yeah? All right? Yeah, absolutely. You talk about two storied franchises, the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Penguins. You got one of the best players in the game – in, in Malkin, but more importantly, in Sidney Crosby. Yeah. And you've got another franchise, which is one of the original eight teams of hockey, the Boston Bruins, okay? A multi-champion team. And this game is in the garden of, in Boston. Okay. And this game is a game okay. where bruising's gonna happen, scoring's <laughs> gonna happen. Someone's teeth is gonna be knocked out. There's gonna be some fights. I love it. Look, you've got Pittsburgh Penguins right now who's sitting at with 61 points. They've got 28 wins you've got the boston bruins who's sitting second place in all of the eastern division right now ahead of pittsburgh by five points and 66 points the bruins know how to play this game i'm looking for a great game i'm looking for the uh the boston bruins to win this game because 
they got the home field advantage. Why do the points matter? Explain the, the points. The points matter because you get a higher seating for the playoffs and each point that you gain is effective of that. So you want to have home field advantage in, in any sport, but importantly in hockey because the way that the playoff format is, you get uh, two games on at home, three games on the road, and two games in a seven-game series if it were to go that long. Okay. So you get the advantage of having four games at home compared to three. Okay. So, so this is all for long run, and even though that the season's still somewhat fresh, they've already have played uh, forty-seven games, so it's not that fresh. There's uh, eighty-one games in the season. Okay, so you're taking Boston to win. Yep. And uh, you said Pittsburgh is behind Boston by five points. By five points, right? I think Pittsburgh is going to gain some ground because um, I hate Boston. I hate everything about Boston sports. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh to ruin the Thursday night. Moving on to the game that I said that I was going to be watching, and uh, it's going to be Zion Williamson, the great sensation out of Duke. The he number is, one pick. The number one pick. He is going to be playing for the New Orleans Pelicans. They're going to be hosting the Utah Jazz at 5 p.m. Mm. I don't think the Pelicans are going to win. I think that the Jazz win because the Jazz are having a fantastic season. However, you have to watch this game if you're a sports fan just to see how Zion does. And that game starts at 5 p.m. Andres, do you think that the Pelicans win or do you think that uh, the Jazz win on the road to ruin Zion's debut? No, I think I'm going to take the home team. You I'm going to take the Pelicans. I think Zion is going to be a force to reckon with. Uh-huh. Yeah, they might be a little sluggish and maybe not cohesive because they haven't really played with one another. I get that. Yeah, the Jazz are okay. Yeah, they're having a great year at 27 and 12. They're playing That's well. That's fantastic Yeah. Year. But they might be missing Donovan Mitchell, which is their, their uh, guard. Yeah. Um, look, the Pelicans aren't a bad team. They're outscoring for the season, the Jazz. The Pelicans are averaging 113 points per game compared to the Jazz's 109. Okay. So the, the Pelicans, I think, are a decent team. Yeah, the Jazz are are hot right now. The last five <laughs> games, they've won five straight. All right. Actually, they're on a nine-game winning streak. Who is? The the Jazz. Nine games. So you're taking... I'm taking the Pelicans to, to, to upset the Jazz. Okay. I like it. I think the, that crowd factor is going to be, uh, you know, a big advantage. Plus, New Orleans right now is hot. <laughs> Did you, I mean, we were just finishing watching the... The championship game in college football yeah and it's party central right yeah. now for all lsu so i think that party's going to continue into thursday into thursday because they're going to be welcoming the big guy the big easy yeah into the big easy done with one chapter opening up the next over there in new orleans friday night we've selected just one game not much going on on friday night nope. but we're going back to iowa we're going back to the barn Bring me my tractor. The Walmarts are selling out of 30 packs in Iowa for this Friday night matchup. They are hosting the historic 19th ranked Michigan Wolverines. Anyone that knows anything about sports knows that the Michigan Wolverines basketball squad is a tough one. Will Iowa upset them on Friday night? Will they be going crazy over there for that matchup? Hell to the yeah. Iowa is the town to be in Des Moines. I love it. You love it. We all love it. Bring out my tractor. I'm I'm riding out there tomorrow because it's taking me about three days to get out yeah. there. So I got my plans ready. I'm going to be watching this game. Why Iowa's coming off a big win like we had stated last week, or at least I had stated that was going to happen, knocking off a top-ranked opponent, and they're going to do the same thing. Yeah. Reason being, 
They're 11 and five, the same record as Michigan at 11 and five. And hold your horses, ladies and gentlemen. People are like, oh, Michigan's so much better. Yeah, well, Michigan lost to a very bad Minnesota team on the road. Whoa. You think they're gonna lose again? Yes, because they're not a very good road team. Iowa is a great home team. Iowa is out shooting and out uh, scoring Michigan for the year. Even though it's by two, they're still out shooting them. This is a this is a junkie game. It is I a mean, junkie this, game. The, if you are a sports junkie, you have this game on your radar. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. I am taking Michigan. Ooh. I'm disagreeing with you of course because you are. last week I took Maryland mm-hmm. because Maryland was ranked and Maryland lost. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go away from that. I'm going to stick with the ranked team. I'm taking Michigan to upset Iowa in Des Moines next Friday. Um, Andres, Saturday, mm. we have your Blue or Duke Blue Devils, mm-hmm. the third ranked team in the Woo-hoo! country. They are hosting yes. the Louisville Cardinals, the 11th ranked team in the country. So basically, Chance, Champagne Chauncey, mm-hmm. one of our uh, buddies, our shout out. Uh, fellow listener. Big shout out to Champagne Chauncey on Instagram. He loves Louisville. He's from Louisville. You know he's going to think Louisville is going to get the upset. Do yep. you think that Duke prevails? This is the college basketball team that you root for. Hell yeah, they're going to prevail. Look, you ever see how crazy the Cameron Crazies get yeah. when it's a big game, when it's a top 25 game, when it's a conference game? I mean, this has marquee matchup written all across, all right? This game is on ESPN, 12 o'clock. These guys are so crazy. They're going to be camping out the night before. Uh, Coach K is going to be out there throwing a pizza party the night before for them because <laughs> he, he knows how faithful they are. Uh, Duke right now for the year is averaging 83 points per, per game. They're on a nine-game winning streak, and they very, very rarely lose at home. Mm-hmm. They're 15-1. and one. I don't see them losing to a Louisville team. Louisville will be good. They might lose to them later down the road, but not at home. I'm taking the Blue Devils. I can't count out Coach K. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you who Louisville coaches. Well, I, do, I mean, do you? I don't know. I don't know their head coach's name off the top of my head. But this game is at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And a fun fact about Duke, there was um, an interim that uh, an intern that I used to work with a few years ago. And he went to Duke. And I asked him about the environment. And he said that you can um, select only one game as a student that you get to get into for free a year something like that one home game you get to select it and somebody from your party has to claim your spot Hmm. so you can camp out but you cannot leave your camping site you have to have somebody always make sure that they're there um so you, you know so you don't lose it so i thought that was interesting and that just proves how crazy they are with that being said i have to stick with louisville because i hate duke and I'm going to stick with the road teams for my uh, college basketball picks. I, I think that Louisville is going to come in and surprise them. It's going to be a business trip. If Duke wins, it's only going to be by a few points. So Saturday night is my game. It's at 5.30 p.m. I told Andres, I'm going to be watching the Lakers in Houston taking on the Rockets. Is there any bone in your body, Andres, that thinks that the Rockets can beat the Lakers on Saturday night at home. All of my bones yeah. state that the Rockets are going to beat the Lakers at why? home. Why? Tell me why. Why? The Lakers are missing Anthony Davis. Just for today? We don't know that. He'd be missing over the weekend. He busted his tailbone. We saw that fall live when it happened. Yeah. It looked pretty bad. 
they haven't come out and stated when he'll be back. There's no timetable for him. The Rockets are the Rockets, right? They have Westbrook. They have Harden. Um, look, they 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 can play well. They know how to play with one another. Being this a, a primetime game, I don't see them not winning this game. They're at home. They know how to defend home. And I don't think Westbrook wants to lose to LeBron. I think he's got a big chip <laughs> chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And he doesn't want to lose to him well, at any point. And this is a conference game, right? This is for the West. This is for the Pacific Division. Like, they just got to hold down the ground. I know that the Lakers are on fire. They're going to win their ninth game. We're watching this live. They're beating up on the po- poorly Cavaliers team. So... So, yeah, I, I mean, look, I know your heart's riding with the Lakers. You're probably going to state that the Lakers are going to win by a lot. But, I mean, am I wrong? Here, here, no, you're right. I mean, okay. you're you're right because I am picking the Lakers because, first of all, Anthony Davis is hurt. He hasn't played. This is his third game sitting out. So be it. That's fine. Wednesday, the Lakers have a game against the Magic. Mm-hmm. The Magic are not that good. They probably will sit Anthony Davis again so thursday they're off um thursday they're off friday they're off so saturday they travel to houston not that far of a trip i'm pretty sure anthony davis will play because they're gonna rest him all week and the lakers come out and win maybe lebron doesn't play on wednesday who who knows the lakers are hosting a sorry team on wednesday in the orlando magic so they're gonna travel to houston business trip Get the W because Mike D'Antoni, oh my God, every time the Lakers play you, I want them to beat you so badly because you were such a horrible coach when you were over here in LA. Sunday, this is the time that we're going to all be watching. The entire country. The entire country might not be watching hockey. They might not be watching college uh, basketball. They might not be watching the Laker games. However, they are going to be watching playoff football championship Sunday the winners of each game go to the Super Bowl they represent their conferences the first game is at 12.05 p.m. Pacific Standard Time the Tennessee Titans traveling to Kansas City taking on the Chiefs this is going to be a crazy game Andres Derrick Henry for the Tennessee Titans has been unstoppable the last two games He's averaged over 30 carries a game. Mm-hmm. That formula, the Titans need to give him the ball 30 more times this Sunday, and they go to the Super Bowl. Do you buy that? <sighs> yes. You yes, do. I do. Oh. You know why? What? The workhorse in Derrick Henry, the former Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. This guy has been unbelievable. He is the first player in NFL history to rush in three consecutive games more than 180 yards. Wow. Think about all the greatest running backs of all time. Mm-hmm. Emmitt Smith, Walter Payton, uh, Frank Gore. The list goes on Frank and on. Frank Gore with Emmitt Smith? Frank Gore is number three in all-time rushing. Don't knock the, don't oh, knock the little oh, cannonball out. Okay. The fact of the matter is, Derrick Henry has been taking this team on his back, <laughs> and they're going to do the same. I'm also... Wishing and hoping the Chiefs don't get to the Super Bowl because I have a bet with my barber earlier in the year the Chiefs would not. So I definitely need the Tennessee Titans to okay. come through. I don't care about Tannehill. Oh, here's another fun fact for those who don't know. The Tennessee Titans in the last two playoff games have thrown for under 100 yards. I saw that. Okay. The last time that this is 
this has happened. It's happened three times. Those three teams have all won a Super Bowl. Really? Yes. The Miami Dolphins back in the 70s, back to back, and the Pittsburgh Steelers back in the 70s, back to back, or that one. So take that into consideration. I also think the Tennessee defense is a lot better than Houston's defense this past weekend against the Chiefs, and I think they're going to stop Mahomes and put a lot of pressure on him. Plus, we all know that Mike Vrabel, the coach for the Tennessee Titans, is no joke. He's got a defensive mind, and he's not going to back down against Andy Reid. And I, you know how much I hate Andy Reid, and I don't trust the guy. He is due for a, a mental mistake, and it's going to happen this weekend. Wow. You have a very, very strong argument as to why the Titans win. The Titans are going to win because Derrick Henry is going to get them that W, right? That's what you're saying? Absolutely. But Patrick Mahomes, in last week's headlines, you said how many touchdowns did he put up? Six? He put up five. Five total. Five total. Right. So he's over here scoring 35 points mm-hmm. on his own. Derrick Henry is not going to score five touchdowns. No, no one said anything about that. Well, I don't know. Here's, here's the biggest stat about this, though, Pat. Defensively, points allowed. Tennessee's defense for the year is averaging 12.5. They're giving up, let's call it 13 points mm-hmm. per game. Kansas City's defense is giving up 31 points per game. Yeah. That is a difference maker, in my opinion, because defense wins championships. Okay, so uh, AFC championship goes to Tennessee. I'm, I'm going with um, the Chiefs, just for the record. I think that the magical season comes to an end for the Tennessee Titans. They've overachieved up until this point. Nobody thought that they were going to um, make it this far. And for all we know, if Andrew Luck didn't retire, the Titans probably wouldn't even made the playoffs. <laughs> so, I mean, there's all that going on. I'm taking the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is incredible. I mean, he put all the doubters, you know, he, he, he solved that problem for all the doubters. Now, the three o'clock game, it's at 3.40 p.m. This is the game that most people on the West Coast are dying to watch, including Andres. We have a lot of members of Niners Nation that listen to this show. We wanna thank you all for being devoted listeners. And um, from the bottom of my heart, I always go against the Niners because, well, I just always thought that, you know, they were gonna get upset. However, I hate the Packers so much. I hate Aaron Rodgers. You look at his stupid face and you just hate him. Like I, and then there's not a person on the Niners that I hate. I love them all. They work as a unit. They play together. They're doing great. They are a fantastic football team. The 49ers are hosting the Packers. I'm taking the Niners to win. They're going to shut down Aaron Rodgers and, um, the, what's his name? Devontae Adams, the wide receiver. Yeah. He's going to get shut down. Yeah. Aaron Jones is probably going to score a touchdown or two. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Andres, do you think that – I mean, first of all, please confirm what you who you think is going to win. Look, I got my Niners hat on. Yeah. I was wearing my Niners gear over all weekend. I had my jacket, my jersey, my shirt, my hat. I had it all. The Niners are going to the Super Bowl. Punch that ticket in. The Niners' defense is unbelievable. Bosa is unstoppable. The way that it was just sack, ooh, sack lunch on, <laughs> on uh, Cousins, he's going to do, do the same to Rodgers. Mind you, what they did to Green Bay earlier in the year, six points or what? what? They gave up six points mm-hmm. to Green Bay, and they put up 37. Uh, it was an ass-kicking. 
And that asking kicking is going to continue, Pat. Well, let me ask you a question though. Mm-hmm. People say, okay, yeah, they kicked their ass in the beginning of the season, but playoffs are different. <laughs> I mean, is it going to? How much different is it? If it were to be different, if it were to be different, how much different would it be? Okay, so what's the difference is rather than beating them by twenty-five points, they're mm-hmm. getting by ten. Okay. Okay. So it'll be close because Rodgers have been in the playoffs before. Yada yada yada. I just don't believe that uh, Green Bay's defense is stronger, or is stronger than the Niners, or is very strong. I don't see it happening. They almost choked over the weekend against Seattle. Yeah, they yeah they they had that blurred lines call yeah, go their yeah. way. So benefit and and uh, advantage Niners having the home game. If this game was in Green Bay and in Lambeau, that's a different story. But it's not. But it's not. Okay, so with that, the Niners' uh, running game has been off the chains. Their defense even better. My only question and concern, as it has been all year, is Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm with his passing. They haven't thrown the ball. They didn't throw the ball in the second half as much as they did in the first half, and he looked very shaky. Pat, what do you think about that? But they, the thing is, is that um, so like let's take a look at the NBA for yeah. example, right? Sure. Um, when, when an NBA team makes a deep playoff run and they even win the championship, it's because they have a sixth man uh, on their roster that can start on any other team's mm-hmm. roster, right? Sure. So uh, Jimmy G might not be necessary to win. A performance from him that's outstanding might not be necessary because the Niners have three running backs on their roster yeah, no. that can start running back on any other roster. I mean, I watched it. I was even texting my cousins, um, you know, both of my cousins, Andrew and Andrew, my cousin Brett and my cousin Josh. We were talking about the game as it developed. And I was like, I drafted on my DraftKings um, Mostert yeah. and they gave the ball to Coleman, Coleman all yeah. game. I was pissed. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? You know, so like, that's the thing is that you don't know what they're going to give you. And Jimmy G doesn't need to have... 350 passing no, yards no, for them doesn't. to win yeah, no, and right. you want to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field yeah. you want him to look um with that stupid look on his face you want him to be <laughs> on the sidelines watching the game so you're gonna mix it up with all your running backs and that's the formula that I think they're gonna have to play out to win this game so Monday we have a special holiday Martin Luther King Day mm-hmm. for those of you off enjoy the game mm-hmm. uh, enjoy the games enjoy your day off but please remember why you have the day off do not forget what um, he went through for us to have that day off and uh, be united as a nation. But 4.30 p.m. Pacific time, my very own Lakers are traveling east to take on the Celtics. Andres is probably gonna take the Celtics to win. So I'm gonna go out (laughs) right out and say, the Lakers beat the Celtics because I'm a huge Laker fan. And like I said, I hate everything Boston. They are gonna have a warm up game on Saturday to some good competition. They're gonna win a close game. And then they're going to take a flight over to Boston. Um, what is that? 1,500, 1,800 miles away. And they're going to get the W Saturday, or I'm sorry, Monday night. Andres, what do you think is going to happen Monday night? I think it's going to be a great game. Okay. I mean, this is a, a great rivalry, East Coast, West Coast, LA, Boston. And NBA-wise, we know all the history behind it. This all is like the biggest rivalry it, in basketball. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know if LeBron's going to carry this rivalry on his back or and like <laughs> if he realizes how important it is uh, to him. He knows what it's like to play against Boston from his time in Miami and in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. 
Look, Boston's a hard, hard place to play in. Yeah. I think Boston wins because their home record, they defend home. For the season, they're 16-3 and three at home. Mm-hmm. I think Brad Stevens is a much better coach than the head coach Frank for... Frank Vogel? Yeah, who? I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. The I think it's a lot of travel time for the Lakers. I think it's going to... That's going to be a very disadvantage for them, traveling a lot. They stop in Houston for a game, yeah. and then they go to Boston. How is that a lot? I think it's just a lot of travel days. It's just boom, it's just, boom. Yeah, boom, boom. But the, the Boston South are just kicking their feet. I'm like, all right, come on, LA. We got we got this cover. We get, we'll take care of you guys. Well, I mean, I'm hoping that the Celtics go out on Sunday night to celebrate <laughs> my Luther King Day. And, uh, you know, they're hungover on Monday, and they lose. The, the Celtics are actually having a better season than most people would have thought. I mean, they, they lost Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. but they did get Kemba Walker. Yeah. I mean, Kemba Walker, in my opinion, I like him a lot more than Kyrie. Yeah. I would much rather have him on my team. And, of course, uh, Boston feels the same way because they did not like Kyrie over there. So I'm taking the Lakers. You're taking the Celtics. Yep. You, we usually discuss the games from Thursday to Sunday. However, with the holiday, we're diving into Monday a little bit. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the games and you know, good luck if you're placing friendly bets. Hey guys, it's me. That pepper segment, huh? Eight exciting games to keep track of Thursday to Monday. It's a lot. It's overwhelming. How are you going to do it? How are you going to keep up? Don't worry. We got you covered. Follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. The weekend starts on Wednesday. We'll keep you updated. All you got to do is follow. Weekend starts on Wednesday. We just spent the last 25 minutes breaking down this weekend's most exciting games and why we think our teams are going to win. Now it's time to jump over to the dark side of sports. The side that drives you crazy. The side that keeps you coming back for more like a true sports junkie. The betting side of sports. These are the money-making bets that Andres and I are going to put a little bit of cash on. I'm going to start with my money-making bet. Sunday is the game that I'm going to be watching. The Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs. The over is set at 52 points. That means that the combined score needs to hit 53 points or more to hit. That final score needs to be what, Andres? 26 to 27? Yeah, 26, 27. 28, uh, 25. Yeah. So I think it's going to hit. Um, 33, 20 even. 33, 20. Because Derrick Henry is good for two touchdowns, maybe three. Patrick Mahomes is good for four touchdowns, maybe five. It's going to be a lot of scoring. I'm taking the over. If there is a snowstorm that hits Kansas City, I'm going to switch that. But as of now, I'm taking the over. Andres, is that a smart bet? Do you think that you would go that route if that's, if this was your game? The over? I, yeah, I like that. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. Even if, uh, like, the way that the Tennessee's been playing recently, they've been putting up points. I think ten, uh, Chiefs defense is very suspect that Tennessee will do their job and at least put up 25 alone. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the Chiefs can def- definitely put up the points that they need to put up. So, yeah, I like the over a lot. I think that's a great bet, Pat. I lo- I, I'm actually thinking about doing that myself. <laughs> okay. So I might join you on that. But, yeah, I think that's a very good bet. So 
do you have your bet that you're ready to discuss? I do. And I was contemplating this one bet and I thought it over and I was psyching myself out and I felt like, ah, maybe it doesn't look confident, but nah, I'm sticking with it. Okay. I'm going with the Iowa Hawkeyes of college basketball <laughs> for this Friday night game at home. I'm riding my John Deere tractor over there, and I think they're going to steamroll all over Michigan Wolverines. Really? Yeah, I've never seen a Wolverine in Iowa. <laughs> I've seen some corn, but I haven't seen no Wolverines. I think Iowa is going to win this game outright. We don't know what the odds are because there's games in between. We are doing this show on Monday night. The game is on Friday. Both of these teams do have a game midweek, so the odds makers don't have what the odds are. Regardless of what the odds are, I'd like Iowa. Take Iowa. I'm laying down Iowa to win outright on the money line. They probably will be underdogs due to Michigan being uh, the 19th ranked team in the country. Yeah. So whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Go with the Go Hawkeyes. Go with the Hawkeyes. Okay. That's what I'm taking. We know what they can do at home against ranked opponents, and they can handle their scandal They've got a great center in Matt Garza, who is just putting up numbers, averaging at least double doubles, like he works at In and Out. Yeah. So I'm taking Iowa. He was doing. He had a great season last season, and you know he's carrying it over again. Uh, that is Matt Garza. If you want to get crazy with Andres's Friday night bet, I would parlay it with the under because. Ooh. If, if Iowa wins this game, they're going to have to slow down Michigan. Sorry, it's not Matt Garza. I, I misspoke. It's Luke Garza. Okay, so Luke, white boy name, Garza, Mexican name. Yeah. Who knows what's going on in Iowa? But anyways, like I said, parlay it with the under because if Iowa's going to beat Michigan, and yes, this is college basketball still. We're still talking about this junkie game mm-hmm. because Andres and I love it. We do not want to wait until the beginning of the March to learn everything we can about college basketball to sound like an expert on our brackets. This is why we start watching the games now. So if you're going to beat Michigan, you have to slow the game down. You have to make sure that they do not score their average, what, 75 points a game? 77. 77. See? So keep it low if you're going to win. So those are the money-making bets that we're going to go with. I'm taking the over. I'm calling a shootout in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Andres is calling Iowa to storm the court. Friday night. Now that we're all here, now that we're paying attention, and now that we're all listening, it's time for us to reveal our bold predictions for the weekend. This is the part of the show where we become crazy fanatics, where we prove that we in fact know a thing or two about a thing or two. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Andres. You have got on the board. You scored seven points. The score is seven to nothing. Each bull prediction is worth seven points. First to 21 collects beer from the loser. Andres predicted that Lamar Jackson was going to run for 150 rushing yards and throw for more than 250 passing yards. Thank you, Pat. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Thank you, Lamar Jackson. So my bull prediction for the weekend. As you know, the Lakers have two big games. Yeah. Saturday in Houston, mm-hmm. Monday in Boston. My bold prediction is that LeBron James scores a triple-double in both games. You know, I hope he does, but it's hard to, to put up those kind of numbers in Boston. Yeah, he'll probably do it in Houston because they don't play defense. Yeah. But in Boston, that's a big game. 
I don't think it's going to happen. But God, God bless you, and hopefully that that turns out well for you, Patrick. So I that, don't see it happening. So you accept my bold prediction? Hell yeah, I accept that bet because that ain't going to happen. So yeah, you can wear all the Laker gear you want. You can wear the hat backwards. You can wear the purple and gold. It doesn't matter. You can wear the shoes. It don't matter because you're not playing the game. So, yeah, I accept that bet. All right. Let me hear your bold prediction. My bold prediction, because I'm wearing my Niners hat, because I believe in my team, the Niners defense is going to intercept Aaron Rodgers not once but twice come Sunday. The Packers are going to rely on Rodgers' arm, and when he does – they're gonna. He makes mistakes. Who? It doesn't matter who. It could be Bosa. It could be Sherman. It could be Jimmy Ward. It could be a big guy, as in D <laughs> Ford. I want somebody to disrupt him. I think the pressure's gonna get to him, and he's gonna make mistakes. And I think the Niners' defense are gonna intercept him twice. Do you accept that bold prediction, Pat? I I accept that bold prediction. I would love to see a big fella. I would love to see a defensive lineman step back on a screen snag it and take it to the house. I love oh, that. I would love that. I, I, I hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I would love nothing more than for you to cash in on his shortcomings. Mm-hmm. I would not mind buying you beer as a result of Aaron Rodgers messing up. So those are my, um, that's my bowl prediction for the weekend. You that's, have your yeah, bowl prediction. Good luck. Yeah, good luck to you. Thank you. I don't know, dude. I mean, it's a thing in Houston. I mean, you win the regular season as a coach for basketball and football, but when it comes down to the playoffs, you can't win in the playoffs. Is that the thing? I mean, look, at the end of the day, you're up 24 nothing. At the end, and, yeah. and then you don't do anything for the rest of the game. Yeah. You've scored once in the third quarter. Scumbag. Oh, absolutely. And then what an asshole to go for it on fourth and one on that fake punt when mm-hmm. there's no need. What yeah. are you doing? Well, let's let the people decide if he's a scumbag. And so there's a scumbag of the night for Andres and for myself. This is the person that has taken away our sports happiness. They have either ruined a bet for us, they made our team lose the game, or they simply just blew it for a whole state, a whole city. The scumbag. Mm-hmm. In this case, Andres, explain your scumbag of the night. My scumbag of the night goes to Bill O'Brien, the head coach of the Houston Texans. Man. Why? He played his cards right in the first <laughs> quarter. Yeah. He was beating Kansas City 21 nothing, 24 nothing in the start of the second quarter. You had them on the ropes. You were about to punch your ticket to the AFC Championship game. <laughs> yeah. And there was two big plays that have changed the whole momentum of the game. One was what you ended up kicking the field goal for three points. Mm -hmm. It was fourth and one, and you don't go for it. Mm. The ball was on the other side of the field. You're about to score. You're up 21-0. You've got nothing to lose. If you get the first down on fourth and one, and then you get seven points, man, it's lights out. People are going home in Kansas City. Already. Already. And, and you know the whole game. But no, you decide to wuss out to take the point and to kick a field goal. Okay, fine. I, I can't fully fault you on that because you ended up getting points at the end. Yeah. The costly one, though, was when it was fourth and one on your own 40. On your own 40. Yeah. And what do you do? Run a fake punt. Punt. Are you fucking kidding me? 
a fake punt on your own 40? Why don't you just have your own offense out there and just run it? Or do a quarterback sneak or let Deshaun Watson do something. Yeah, or something, give it to hide. Something else. Something other than a fake punt in which nobody ever does when you're mm-hmm. up 24 on your own 40. Yeah. It's fucking ludicrous. <laughs> and what happens after that happened? Momentum. Momentum shifts. And they score. Kansas City scores 28 points. 28 points in the second quarter. Yeah. And not, you're up 24 nothing. By the time a halftime started you're down four jeez and what do you do for the rest of the game nothing nothing you scored one touchdown in the third and you get blown out the rest of the game kansas city by the whole second half scored 23 points 23 once the game was over you lost all respect in in your own locker room deshaun watson called you a fool he didn't understand what your (laughs) game plan was when your own quarterback states that there's no place for you to go but to hide underneath a mountain hole or, sorry, an ant hole and just stay there and hope you don't get signed back again for another year because you shouldn't be coaching. I'm sorry, but you lost your job in my opinion. Bill O'Brien. Absolutely. Losing a 24-point lead in the playoffs, you should be fired today. Well, the Chiefs blew a what twenty-one point lead in Indianapolis a few yeah. years ago. So, yeah. you know, this is this happens. It happens here and there. But the thing is, is that Bill O'Brien has way too good of a football team mm-hmm. on paper mm-hmm. to blow a twenty-four point lead. So he's your scumbag of the yep. night. He ruined the happiness for all of Houston and yep. a large majority of Texas. Yep. Moving on to my scumbag of the night. My scumbag of the night is a whole army of people. Oh. It's the Clemson defense. Oh, They ruined my joy for the evening because mm. I was telling everybody and their mama that Clemson was going to win. Clemson hasn't lost in two years, making me look like a fool. <laughs> so Clemson's defense gave up 463 yards oh. to Joe Burrow. Oh. Five touchdowns, oh. 165 rushing yards to Cle- um, to LSU. That's like 700 rushing yards, something like that. It's a crap load of rushing yards. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's a crap load of offense. So Clemson defense, I know you don't feel good about what happened, and I know that I'm just basically driving home a point that you've been dwelling on for the last hour and a half. Mm. But, man, you guys gave up a lot of points. If I was bigger and stronger, I would have gotten recruited by Clemson and shut down Joe Burrow tonight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who knows? But the fact of the matter is all you guys were playing and Joe Burrow exposed you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, I can't really fault them, but they didn't show up. Being a defending national champ on national television, the whole world's watching, and I think you just partied hard in bourbon before no, the game even started. I don't know, man. It, yeah, I mean, they could have fell victim to the New Orleans nightlife. But, but like, hey, there's always next year. So <laughs> too bad you're a Pat scumbag. Yeah, you're my scumbag of the night, Clemson defense. If you have a scumbag, uh, feel free to send it in. Brian, we didn't quite get to yours yet. Um, we might save it for next week, depending on how things go this week. And uh, we'll let you know. But... If you have a scumbag of the night, feel free to text it to us. Feel free to send it on Instagram, on Facebook. We'll review it, and we'll go ahead and put it in the show. You know, 
if it's something that most people know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be afraid. And it, it's not even about a scumbag. If you think that we're talking out of our asses or there should be a game that we should be paying attention to, don't be afraid to talk to us. Don't be afraid to message us. Don't be afraid to hit us up if you have our personal numbers. Mm-hmm. Look, we're not afraid. We love confrontation. We live for it. If you love it, we hate it. If you <laughs> hate it, we love it. We want to know all about it. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Thank you very much for being a part of this. Thank you for spending and giving us your time and attention. We know you could be doing something different and much more enjoyable, but we appreciate you giving us your time. I hope you have a great weekend. Please, please, please bet responsibly, drink responsibly. And if you are going to party hard, make sure you call your mama if you need a ride home. Yep. Call your mama, call a Lyft, call an Uber. Thank you for listening. The listeners will never be our scumbags of the night. You guys rock. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend.